This is the Book Marketing Action Podcast, and I'm Becky Robinson. Since 2012, my team and I have partnered with more than 100 authors to launch more than 130 business books. On this podcast, I'll share the best insights and actionable ideas from our work so that you can implement sustainable activities to reach your goals for your book. Whether you're a seasoned author looking to breathe new life into your book or someone who dreams of writing a book someday, this podcast will help you be more successful in getting results as an author. Hi, everyone. This is Becky Robinson, and I am so happy to be with you for another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. It's a new month, and in the month of October, we are going to be focused on helping you get ready to market your books during the upcoming holiday season. And I'm so thrilled that today I have my guest, Susan Friedman from Aviva Publishing. Susan, welcome. Thank you, Becky. So wonderful to be here. You've turned the tables. First, uh, I was able to interview on my podcast, Book Marketing Mentors, and now you're reciprocating. That's so much fun. I love this. Me too. Thank you so much. And as we get started today, Susan, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and how you work with authors? Absolutely. I'd love to. So I absolutely love working specifically with nonfiction authors because I find that they struggle often to identify themselves in a very crowded marketplace and they want to get known for their expertise. And that's what I specialize in at Aviva Publishing when I work with specific authors to get their books published and then to help them identify who they are and to excel their authority in the marketplace that they're in. Thank you so much. So I know, Susan, that your specialty is in niche marketing. So can you tell us what you mean by this and how it influences the strategies that you recommend the authors that you're partnering with? I love that question, Becky. And it's one that I don't think enough people really appreciate because they feel that when they come to me with their book and I say to them, well, who's this book for? And they say, well, it's a universal message. It's for everyone. (laughs) And the biggest concern is, yes, it might well be, but I cannot imagine that you have the funds to necessarily market to everyone. I mean, not even the greatest out, the Proctors and Gambles of this world, the Nikes, people who are companies who even try and market to everyone. So the more specific you can get about who your actual target market is, the better, the more efficient you can be with your actual marketing. And it helps you stand out from the crowd, get visibility in the marketplace. So really narrowing down who your book is for and finding a niche market is critical. And I know that we can go into more of how to do that, but the idea of really sort of focusing more on a narrow market than a broad market, even though it scares people, is definitely one that, well, I advocate and I believe you do too. I certainly do. And Susan, I was just laughing along with you when you mentioned that authors say, oh, my book is for everyone. And I think nearly every author that I've spoken to starts there. And it comes, I think, from 
this belief in their ideas, belief in their work. And it's not a bad impulse, but as you've said, it's very difficult to mark a book to everyone. And a book for everyone is a book for no one. So when you are able to hone in on your specific target market, then your book becomes for someone and you can be more clear about the messages that you create. Absolutely. And people like that more when they feel, oh my goodness, this person is speaking to me. And that me, you've got to really identify. And more often than not, believe it or not, it's actually a person like yourself, because you probably wrote that book for somebody else like yourself to help them in some way or other. And be it in the workplace, be it inspirational, motivational, in sales, in leadership, anything. It's probably something that you've experienced and you say, wow, I believe I can help other people like myself with what I've been able to identify, this formula, this system, this blueprint, this something that I have created. Sure. That's really helpful, Susan. I love your idea that many times authors are writing to people like themselves. And I know one difference in the way that the two of us work is you are really involved on the front end of helping an author conceive their ideas and publish their books in order to bring them to market, whereas I more often get involved after the book has already been written. And one of the things, though, when I do talk to authors prior to them writing the book is I ask them or invite them to envision that persona that they're writing to and to make sure that they personalize their writing so that it speaks to that intended audience. Well, if you're writing to everyone, you can't possibly personalize your writing in that way. I'm curious if there are any tricks that you have in helping authors as they're actually writing and composing their words to be able to stay focused on that niche. I think really thinking about, again, targeting people like themselves. So if they think of themselves and then they think of somebody else, let's say somebody in the workplace, and it could be a co-worker, it could be a manager, somebody who you think, oh my goodness, they need what I have to offer. And then you visualize that person Because if there's one person like that, the chances are that there are many others like that. So, yeah, again, if you think of someone that you know that could really prosper from the information that you have, then that's the person to visualize as you're writing the actual book itself, be it copies or an article, anything that you do that you keep that person visualized in your mind. That's helpful, Susan. Thank you. So in addition to being a publisher, you are also an author and your book is called Riches in Niches. So why are niches so important for people who want to make money from their books? There are fewer people out there in a niche market than there are in a general market. I mean, if we go back to the idea of you rightly said, if you're marketing to everyone, you're marketing to no one. But when you find yourself a little niche, and that is a corner, and the word niche is a French word, and it literally means a corner, a little alcove. And if you find that little corner in your marketplace and focus on that, then 
your marketing can be more efficient. As I said, your visibility and believe it or not, you can actually charge more because if you're the only game in town, then people will pay more for what you have to offer. I mean, if you just think about, uh, let's go into the medical profession and think about a doctor. Well, you can have a generalist and just an internist, but an internist and person who usually looks at many people and is a practitioner to many people. Whereas if you think about a surgeon and let's say a pediatric surgeon, but not only a pediatric surgeon, but a pediatric cardiology surgeon. And so that you're getting so specialized that let's say I'm a parent and I have a child with a heart condition, who am I going to go to? Am I going to go and be happy with the internist? Or am I going to say, I want the best and I don't care what it costs, but I need somebody who specializes in children's heart conditions. And so if you take that and look at that in your own terms, then there's the difference between a general market, more of a general market than being more of a specialist in an area. Does that make sense, Becky? It sure does. And I appreciate you taking the time to make that more clear for everyone. And I also love just this imagining of a corner of a market and really thinking about where is the place that I can carve out to share my expertise amongst the people who most need it. So Susan, let's shift for a moment. I mentioned as we started the podcast that we're focusing this month on holidays and how we can use holidays to market our books and not only the upcoming holidays at the end of the year, but all the holidays throughout the year can be an inspiration for authors who are looking for a way to promote their books to their niche markets. So I'm curious, Susan, how have you seen authors successfully pivot their approach to niche marketing to showcase their books by using holidays throughout the year? So as you rightly said, we've got the big holidays coming up, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yes, and those in and of themselves can create many different subjects, one of which is stress. Stress management's a very stressful time of the year. However, of course, as you and I were talking before, there is a national day calendar out there, nationalday.com, and I think it's forward slash calendar. Any event, do a search on it and you'll find that every single day of a year, there is somebody's concocted some day which they want to celebrate. Like for instance, actually it's a big one, it's health literacy. And in fact, October, funnily enough, you and I were talking about October, but October is health literacy month. And the 15th of October, bang, slap in the middle of the month, is Health Literacy Day. Now, I have one of my authors who has a book on health literacy. It's the A to Z of health literacy. And do you believe that she's marketing this during this month? You bet she is. I mean, she's doing everything she can to reach out to her target audience 
who are primarily healthcare professionals and to bring this to their notice and of course her book and then the opportunity to talk about the subject now this is a very busy month for Helen doing that so I would absolutely recommend your listeners to go and find what holidays are there and which ones can you look to look at your book and what messages in your book and can you sort of use a bit of what poetic license and try and rope in your subject matter into that holiday i mean i think if you really look at it you can make a holiday out of anything mm-hmm. or attract your book message to any holiday you just have to get a little bit creative look outside of the box for that i hope that makes sense becky well sure it sounds like you're advocating that authors can have fun with this and really be thinking not only about their niche market but about what holidays might appeal to the people in that market or be relevant to them and then try to find some ways to tie in promoting their book. So I'm wondering, Susan, if you can share some examples of other authors and what you've seen that's worked best for them, particularly with the upcoming end of the year holidays, the gift giving holidays of Christmas and Hanukkah. What have you seen authors do to leverage the end of the year kind of gift buying season to market their books more effectively? What they do a lot of is getting interviews or articles. And I'm thinking particularly, and I go back to the idea of stress. I always think of stress when it comes to the holidays. As I said, not everybody likes the holidays. It's a very stressful time. It's a stressful time for families. And so I've got authors who have written about subjects in yoga or inspiration or motivation workplace books, uh, parenting books, books for children. I mean, every one of those could look to have a different angle as it relates to stress. Stress in the workplace over the holidays, people feeling that they should be giving each other gifts or they should have a party or they should be, I don't know, drinking and eating and doing (laughs) things and they just don't like it and it causes them personal stress and then within the family it causes stress so stress in and of itself has a lot of different layers and so I think if you just look at your book and say wow this could be a very stressful time even though holidays, oh, it's a gift of giving and it's a joy and happiness. And not everybody feels like that. People who are lonely and have got nobody to reach out to, and especially now, and people who are sick and are alone. I mean, it's a very hard time. And I think this year's holiday is even going to be a harder time for everyone. And so if they've got messages of hope and encouragement and maybe ways in which people can feel a little more wanted and needed in the world, I think that in and of itself can be very inspirational. Those are some fantastic ideas. Thank you so much for sharing them, Susan. 
So as we wrap up today's episode, we always want to leave our authors with some important action steps that they can take. And Susan, I know that you have some gifts for our listeners, and those wrap into these action steps. So what action steps can you recommend that people put into practice today? Well, first of all, Becky, what I would love to do is to offer your listeners a copy of my 10 questions to find your niche market. And even if you feel you do have a niche market, hey, questions are free. Just write to me at Susan at AvivaPubs.com. I'll be happy to send them to you. And it'll make you think a little bit more about your niche market. And then I would highly recommend that people go and do search on the internet and looking for holidays that they may be able to peg, to peg a message to, (laughs) peg and peg, yes, their message to a holiday and a holiday to their message so that it gives a different approach if they're going to write an article. And obviously, you're very familiar, obviously, with the media and you help your authors with the media. So I think between you, maybe you can come up with some fun ideas about what they can use to add something different and a way for people to look to buy the book and use it as a holiday gift to help somebody else who may be in need. So yes, those are two action steps that I offering your listeners and I hope that they can use them well. Thank you so much. And Susan, you did mention at the beginning of the call that you also offer one-on-one 20-minute consultations if people would like to speak to you. So we encourage you to contact Susan at avivapubs.com and we will have her email address in the show notes along with the links to all the other resources that we've talked about on today's call, including Susan's book, which I would encourage you to buy. So thank you for joining us for another episode. And as always, if there's any way I can be of help to you, you can always email me. I'm Becky at weavinginfluence.com and we will be with you again soon. Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll subscribe today and tell a friend about our show. If you're looking for hands-on help to market your book or have a question you'd like to hear me answer here, please email me, Becky at weavinginfluence.com. 